Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Social Work Radio with me, your host, Vince Beard. On today's show, I am once again joined by my co-host, Teddy Baden. Telly, how the devil are you? How have things been since you were last aboard the good ship Social Work Radio? Hello, everyone. Oh, it's good to be back. Um, it's been quite a busy week for me, actually. Um, I was in court last week, which was an interesting experience because I haven't been into court for quite some time. Because in, in adult services, you don't really do much court work in person. It's mostly, if you're doing court work, it's mostly done on the papers and with your two solicitors for the person and then for the local authority but actually it was a we had an actual hearing which was quite interesting but it all went well so I can breathe now breathe a sigh of relief and get back to some sort of normality because my head has been focused solely on this one case that I've been dealing with um, which doesn't happen that too often now that I'm in a mental capacity at team I generally deal with a lot of different people every day but um, this one has been particularly challenging so I am looking forward to talking about different things tonight and being on the podcast and hitting the refresh button and um, not thinking about work too much. Well it's good to have you back here in the studio with me Tilly. Um, On today's episode we are going to be talking about the Social Worker of the Year Awards. I was there Tilly I went for the first time in my life. I wasn't nominated, but I was there. They let me in the building. Myself and our boss here at Social Work News uh, allowed, uh, they allowed us into the building. And I, and I, I have to be honest, Tilly, I had an amazing time. It was, it was spectacular. I, a cynical man like me, my heart was thawed by the uh, the power and gravitas of the event it was um it really was the best of social work it was amazing that's so exciting i'm really jealous that you got to go i mean what an incredible award ceremony that gets put on every year um i've seen the video footage back um that was published on social work news website and seen some of the interviews and it just looks like everyone was having a really amazing time and so well deserved to be back in the room as well because COVID has meant that the awards were virtual so it must have been really really special to be back in a room full of people and just celebrating everything that's good about social work. Well Tilly you've seen the video but here's a special treat for you would you like to hear the um the recording that we did on the night we interviewed lots of different people we had lots of the VIPs we got the host we got the chair we got your chief social worker. We got Ruth Allen. We got uh, Baswas England chair, Father Tampa. Um, would you be interested? Of course you would. Surely you would. Of let's course the, I am. Let's not say, what would you be interested? Question, that's, the, that's the whole purpose <laughs> of the show tonight. Let's, let's, let's not put it out there to our listeners that they may not be interested. Tilly, are you ready for this? I am indeed. Let's hear it. Right, guys, um, this first section, we're going to break this down to four different sections throughout the show. Um, we did a sort of full series of interviews, so we're going to break them down to four sections. This first segment that you're about to listen to now, um, obviously it's introduced live from the show, so you get some background noise, there's a bit of vibe from the night. I introduce it from the night, we were on the red carpet introducing people, 
And then in order, you'll hear the voices of Ashley John Baptiste, who was the host of the evening. You will then hear Lynn Romero, who is Tilly's chief social worker. She's the chief social worker of adults here in England. You'll then hear Ruth Allen, another VIP, who is Baswa's CEO. You'll then hear from Peter Hay. Peter Hay is the chair of the Social Work Awards. He also used to be the director of services over in Birmingham. Very experienced man, very passionate about social work. And finally, in this section, you'll hear from Vava Tampa. Vava opened the show with an amazing speech on the night. Take a listen to this. Hey everyone, it's Vince here from Social Work News and we are coming to you from Social Work of the Year Awards. Very exciting. First time that I've been here myself. Uh, I don't often get to London as it is, living up in the north, but it's very exciting. Me and my boss, Nick Farrer, are here tonight. We are going to catch some of the people who have won awards. We are going to get some of the celebrities here. Yes, there are social work celebrities here. We've been spotting them and we've been grabbing them on the red carpet. We're going to do our best to get some interviews with them as the night goes on. Great night so far. We've seen lots of people who are celebrating social work and we're looking forward to seeing the winners as the night goes on. I cannot believe that this is my third year presenting Social Work of the Year Awards because I just feel very chuffed and flattered and honoured that, you know, I'll be considered and asked to do it. Um, to be back in the room with over 400 social workers is incredible. And already, you know, we're having dinner and I'm hearing some of the stories and it's just incredible, yeah, to be back with people in a room, fantastic. I know firsthand, as someone who grew up in care, the difference that a positive, caring, engaged social worker can make in the life of a young person. And so for me to be here, to hear these incredible stories of how you know, local frontline social workers going above and beyond to help young people like I once was. Yeah, it's an honour to be part of that and to hear those stories. Um, I think it's been a really tough couple of years for social workers. We've had some big, big stories, negative stories actually about social work in the media. And so actually this is the side that we don't often hear. You know, the social workers who are doing incredible jobs. and. Um, I just think it's great that I can be here and, and support what's going on tonight. That's fantastic. Do you know, I came back from having a career break and everybody was in lockdown and nobody was seeing each other in real life. So the last few weeks, I've been going to more and more things where people have been present in person. And the most amazing thing about it is that energy and that laughter and that just such delight at being together, particularly at something like this, which is a celebration of them, the best that social work can be. So it's fantastic. It's really good to be back with everybody in the room. There are very few fora for social workers to be celebrated, to be patted on the back for what they do, to be made to feel proud of what they do. They often quietly just get on and do quite challenging, very, very difficult work with people who are very marginalized or not listened to. So not, not being able to get that recognition and not being able to talk you know, promote yourself, because social workers are never going to do that. So something like this is fantastic. It's wonderful. It's a fantastic evening. It's always fantastic, and the atmosphere is really good. Um, everybody's just pleased to see each other. 
the awards are really important for recognition and each year the categories grow, they respond to what's important in the sector at the moment, uh, different sponsors come forward and BASMA is always really pleased to support things that we know are really important in social work and to support the profession so it's, it, it's really good and after a difficult, really difficult time it's great to have it back in person again. No, it's great to be back in person, to see people in the room and also to acknowledge the really high standard of the awards. So we've got a full award programme, some new awards and I think we've been amazed by the way in which actually a very high bar in terms of getting to be nominated, getting actually to gold and silver awards seems to have gone even higher. Well, our purpose as a charity is to raise the profile of social work by giving it the confidence to celebrate its successes in its own right but also to try and take that into the public arena. And we're delighted to see media here today covering it, but also to build the confidence of social workers to tell their own stories. And Vivian, one of last year's winners, is about to do some of that. She's gone on to not only make a film, but produce a book. So I think, again, trying to give Cut Social Work the confidence to also use its own voice in that public space is something we really want to kind of continue to build. Oh God, I'm having so much fun. Um, it's always amazing to see a lot of social workers uh, having fun, being recognised, being celebrated. Uh, and everyone I've seen, everyone looks amazing, impeccable. Uh, we really scrubbed up really well uh, for tonight, so um, it, it's huge fun. I tell you what, I've always said social workers are basically the fourth um, responders, um, um, emergency responders in society. So you have the police, um, you have the fire brigade, um, you have London ambulance, and then you have social workers. Uh, when a child is facing potential harm, we don't call the fire brigade, we call social workers. Unfortunately, um, the way sometimes social workers have been portrayed in society, and also because of a lot of cuts um, to frontline services, which many people in society really do not understand, do not grasp or understand social care and, and also the way sort of you know local politics or local governance works. Because of all those different things, social workers receive or are seen as the bad people. We actually are on the side of the people. We actually are here, our, our entire our raison d'etre, our entire existence is based on one simple thing, defending the right and protecting the right of the most vulnerable people in society. Uh, so, so because of that, we don't receive a lot of good press. Um, and, 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 and having said that, I've always welcomed scrutiny to social work. But similarly, I also want the media to highlight good social work. So when you see amazing social workers as tonight doing amazing work, I want every single media, I want you to be on the front page of every major newspapers because this is social work. This is what we do social work. So Tilly, there we go, our first slice of recording from the evening. Um, what did you think about that? Oh, it's so exciting, isn't it? Um, just to hear all of that passion for social work. I particularly really like to hear from um, Ashley John-Baptiste and I, I'm yeah. quite jealous that I didn't get to, to meet him in person, actually. I think he's he's so wonderful. And the fact mm. that he, he's grown up in care himself, he's, he's accessed social work services 
Um, so he's got that real lived experience of social work and he's such a strong advocate for our profession. I think it's um, amazing that he's he's helping us and to promote social work and, and get our stories out there. I think we are incredibly lucky to have someone like Ashley, who's you know, such a well-known figure, regularly appears on primetime television. He's done a lot of stuff for the BBC and he's an exceptional talent. And, and to have somebody like that who's experienced care, gone on to have a massive success in his life, yet still makes those connections to social work. And, and he shines a light in it. And what I think is exceptional about Ashley, amongst many things, is the fact he he advocates for social work, but he's also not afraid to point out what's wrong, but he does it in a positive manner. He'd be like, well, this might have happened to me, but this is what could have happened again. And, and he was so very approachable, you know, as, as well as being happy to speak to us when we were there with Social Work News. Uh, he was taking selfies with people. I mean, you've just got to go on his Twitter account if people want to search the hashtag SWA22. Um, you see lots of people who've got selfies with him. And he just honestly came across as such an, an, an amazing guy. And he was an excellent host. You know, he, he handled it exceptionally. He would have been the host as well for the year you were there, 2019. Am I right in thinking he also hosted that awards or was it somebody else that year? No, it was someone else. And I can't remember who it is. And that Was it Lorraine Pascal? I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. That's really embarrassing that I can't remember who it was. But yes, I was there in 2019. Listeners, that shows that Tilly Tilly was enjoying the complimentary table wine. Not for me, may I add. I was on work duties, not celebrating my duties when I was there at Friday. Um, I mean, of course, we also heard there, Tilly, from your chief social worker, Lynn Romeo. Um, I'd, I'd never met Lynn Romeo before. I'd never really had any sort of dealings with her, with her being an adult social work. You know, there's obviously I'm interested in what she says, but compared to my chief social worker, Isabel Trowler, you know, I've met Isabel Trowler virtually. There's, there's many things I've written about Isabel Trowler. Uh, Isabel Trowler obviously comments on a lot of things and impacts a lot of things which directly affect my role. But, um, what an amazing woman Lynn came across as she came across as just so incredibly passionate for, for frontline adult social workers. And I, I think you're lucky to have her, Tilly. I'm not sure what your view of her is, but from my impression, I think you're lucky to have her. You really are. Yeah, I, I've met Lynn once, actually. Um, a few years back, she came to our local authority and did a presentation. And I, what struck me was that she was really down to earth yeah. and just really passionate about social work. Um, she'd taken a leave of absence for a while and then so it, and then it was other people that were covering for her. But it's good that she's back. I think she's a really strong advocate for our profession. And I think she kind of gets that balance between being still a social worker with those values at heart yet also being able to circle be in those circles with politicians which is something that the chief social workers have to do because ultimately they're employed by various government departments and they've got to be in those circles with MPs to get social work out there so you've got to be a certain type of person to be able to mix in those those places but um yeah I think she gets that balance really right no she does come across well and of course when she had that year out she was caring for a family member and her 
role was filled by two people, um, Mark Harvey and Fran Ledger. I don't think Mark was there, but um, Fran was there on Friday. Um, I thought Ruth and Vatha both came across excellently well. Vatha actually um, opened the show. His was one of the opening speeches on the night, and Ruth presented one of the awards on behalf of Baswa and Peter Hay, who's the chair of the Social Work Awards. And he introduced every single person. He was at the front entrance and he shook everybody's hands and said hello to everybody as they walked in. And I thought, you know, he, he didn't have to do that. He, he made every single person feel welcome. And he came across as a, as a genuinely good guy. Um, well, Tilly, we've heard from the VIPs. Do you want to hear from some of the award winners? Of course I do. Right, guys, so we're going to uh, do this in a couple of sections again. So this first segment, which you're going to listen to now, we're going to hear our interviews with three of the award winners. The first voice you're going to hear is Solomon. He's from Anglia Ruskin University, and he won the Student Social Worker of the Year. But, oh, my God, Tilly's story melted my heart, and he came across as such a the brightest smile I've ever seen. Second person you're going to hear from in this section is Amy White from Essex County Council, newly qualified Children's Social Worker of the Year. I do have to give a specific shout out for Essex County Council here, Tilly, because they were the loudest group of tables on the night. They certainly know how to celebrate. I think they were the loudest when we went, actually. <laughs> I, think, I think it's just something about Essex County Council from what I've ever met with them. They're, um, they're a rowdy bunch, but lovely. <laughs> Well, well done, Essex. We, we should mint our own award for the most raucous social workers. And Essex, you're the front winners. You're odds-on favourites for that award next year. And the final uh, group of people we're going to hear from in this section is from the Durham County Council team. They're from Children's Social Care, and they won Supportive Social Work Employer of the Year. And one of the voices you're going to hear is a guy called Chris Ring. He used to be my service manager many years ago when I worked in Durham and uh, thoroughly nice guy and it was great to catch up with him. So here we go, guys, if you want to check out this other section of interviews we did from the show. Yeah, those are the people that supported me throughout my career. And apart from God, they are next because they've been so wonderful. They've supported me. The social work profession is about uh, establishing relationship. I could see that within that those team. Absolutely shocked to be honest, yeah, completely unexpected. So that's wonderful really. I work for such an incredible team. Um, my manager and everyone in Essex are absolutely outstanding support. Um, and I work for the children with disabilities team. So it's quite often a team that kind of goes under the radar and our children, we really have to fight to get their voices heard. So yeah, incredible, it's, yeah, amazing. It was a bit of a sweat tonight when they said they'd lost an end. Yes. Yes. But well worth the wait. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. And we're so proud of all our staff, aren't we, Chris? Absolutely, yeah. I think I'm saying it, it, it's as much about the resilience and dedication of the workforce than creating the environment for them. Actually, yeah. you need the workforce to, to really um, yeah, d demonstrate all that, that resilience and that dedication over these last you know, few years um, that's made the difference for children and families. And that's obviously what it's all about. So there we go, Tilly. We've heard from Solomon, we've heard from Amy, and we've heard from three people from the Durham County Council Children's Social Care Team. Oh, they all came across so brilliantly. But I want to know the story of the lost envelope. Ben, what <laughs> happened? What? I'm intrigued. Tell me more. 
So, um, myself and Nick, we were obviously there for social work news, you know, doing filming, meeting people, doing these interviews and, uh, you know, working on content as part of our press duties. And there's a certain running order. I mean, it'd be the same when you went, you get a pamphlet, it's got a certain running order. And the support of Social Work Employer of the Year was meant to be in a certain section. And just as they were about to go into the section, they realised they'd lost the envelope with the winners for that award. So they had to rejig the whole show and search for this lost envelope. Um, at one point, I, I thought we could have actually cheated the awards. Me and Nick could have quickly ran to reception and just written any name down on the envelope and maybe there could have been some sort of a subterfuge there. Um, but yeah, luckily it was found in you know Durham County Council, like I said, team very close to my heart, given I used to work for them, and given I live about uh, eight miles from Durham as the crow flies, um, they won it in the end. But yes, there was a bit of on-the-night drama with a lost envelope. I mean, the awards wouldn't be an award show without a bit of drama and controversy with there. So um, that sounds like it was an interesting experience. Um, and I think that's a really great award, actually, as a supportive employer. I think that's a really vital thing that we need to be considering yeah. when we're social workers and when we're looking for jobs because there's so many employers out there that that are less supportive than they could be so it's really important that we highlight the ones yeah. that are that have social workers backs and and you feel part of that family so um durham that was a, an excellent um press Bit of press for them, isn't it? Go and work for Durham if you're in the northeast and you want to um, work in children's services in a supportive team. Are you speaking to me? It sounds like you're speaking to me directly well, here, Tilly. I, 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 I'm the target me, audience, you know. surely. Being a southerner, I don't even really know where Durham is, which is really good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really ashamed to say that. Um, anything north of, like, I don't know, Oxford, I think is up north to me. So, um, yes, well, all of the north, north. <laughs> blend yeah. into... To um, one bit of geography, I don't think I, I think I skipped that at school. But let's try not to offend all the listeners that are living in the con- in the country above Oxford. And what um, again, like me? Yeah. Again, like you, like you. Like there me. we go. Uh, well, <laughs> north side debate. There we go. I- I'm that far north, Tilly, that Durham is south for me. So there we go. Um, we didn't catch this on camera or um, voice recording. But Amy White, who won the newly qualified Children's Social Worker of the Year, um, I had a bit of a chat with her before um, she even knew she'd won. Uh, people might have seen this, actually. We, we put it on social work, uh, our, our social work news media channels. Myself and Nick um, got a picture of ourselves next to the Social Work Awards names that was up in lights. And after we got somebody to take a picture of us, uh, they asked us if we could take a picture of them, and it happened to be Amy. I was just chatting with her, and I was saying, oh, where are you from? What, what are you here for? And she says, oh, I'm actually nominated for the newly qualified children's social worker at the year. And I says, right, Amy, you've spoke to me now, so you will definitely have to speak to us if you win. And she says, what if we don't win? I says, I want to speak to you even more because we might get an angry reaction. It might make an excellent podcast material. Um, but luckily she won. And then she came out. I was like, Amy, you did promise to speak to me. So we managed to catch her. And uh, just another another excellent story. You know, she was such a 
a lovely young woman and uh, yeah, massively committed to the social work profession. Right, listeners, so we've got another three interviews with three more winners on the evening. The first voice you're going to hear is Tara Mitchell. She's working for the Leeds and York NHS Partnership Foundation Trust, and this will be up your street telling. She won Mental Health Social Worker of the Year. Another one that will be right up your street telling is Barna Mayer. Barna's from Leicester, and she won Adult Social Worker of the Year. Was that the award that you were up for, Tilly? Yes, that was. Yeah, I, I was the finalist there. There we go. And the last person we're going to hear, more in my line of work, is Anne-Marie Nero. Anne-Marie works for Achieving for Children, and she walked away with the Children's Social Worker of the Year. So here you go, guys. Here's our interviews with Tara, Barna, and Anne-Marie. Amazing. I really, really did not expect it at all. The only reason I've even been nominated is because of those. Absolutely something else. Honestly, it's been fantastic. And what, a, what an award ceremony. It's just amazing. I think loads of other people deserve it. I don't think I do because I think people work so hard and I feel so humbled but also embarrassed. I feel like... I don't think I am the only one who works that hard because loads of people do and I just, oh, it feels amazing at the same time, but I hope that everybody in the, you know, country, up and down people working feel that they got it, they want it, not just me. I still feel emotional. <laughs> I feel like a nervous wreck, I can't believe it. I was just coming here, like I didn't expect to come away with anything. Um, yeah, I'm totally so overwhelmed by it. To be honest, I'm so new into the profession. I've only just completed my ASYE. Um, this, like, I only qualified in 2020. So to have come this far, it's unreal. Like, I, it's totally unexpected. So Tilly, did you have a speech prepared? When, when you were up for Adult Social Work of the Year, did you have a speech prepared or were you just going to uh, do it on the fly? Do you think people do prepare speeches? We forgot to ask anyone that, actually. Um, no, I didn't have anything prepared and I can't even really remember much of the ceremony. I think I must have been quite tipsy by that point. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't even really remember if people gave speeches. No, I don't think they did. I think people just accepted the awards and said thank you and that was it. So that's that's quite interesting to hear that they did speeches this time. No, um, no there wasn't there wasn't there wasn't really speeches on the stage. The opportunity was afterwards. So what, what happened is um they came out and obviously the first interviews and the first pictures were with um, social work awards, obviously, you know, the awards show get preference. And then myself and Nick, what we were doing is we were catching people after that. It was quite fancy. It was quite fancy, tell you. It was like, uh, you know, it's like a press junkie. You know, when you see, um, you see celebrities who, you know, are promoting a film and they'll talk to one set of press after the other. Yeah, that's what it was like. It was good. It was it was a life good on room. the red carpet. I love it. It was like that's what it was like, Tilly. You know, look, look, look how far we've come. Who'd have thought we would have been here? Not me. I know. <laughs> I Not know. Me. And it is something that's so far removed from everyday social work practice. Um, yeah. I think that's really important that we do get that that one night a year where we yeah. can celebrate the amazing success stories that each of the winners and finalists and everyone nominated and everyone indeed that's not nominated as well. Um, we're all doing such a brilliant job. Um, it's important to get those stories out there. 
So our final section, and we've saved the big ones to last year, Tilly. Do you want to hear from the two, actually? There were two overall winners and also the lifetime achievement winner. Are you ready for this, Tilly? Are you ready for the big drum roll? Oh, I'm so excited. So, guys, our final section of um, our interviews from the night are from uh, the three, well, the two winners of the overall award. It was split. And you also hear from the Lifetime Achievement winner. So the first set of voices you're going to hear are from the team around Casaba. Casaba is not this client's real name. Um, it's a name that was made up uh, on, on the evening to you know, protect, the, uh, protect the identity of the actual client. But the team around the Casaba are from Camden's Integrated Learning Disability Service, and they won both Team of the Year Adult Services, and they also were joint winner of the overall Social Worker of the Year Awards. The second voice you're going to hear is Kirsty Bourne. Kirsty Bourne's from Central Bedfordshire Council. She won Social Justice Advocate of the Year, and she also shared the overall Social Worker of the Year with the team around Casaba. And last but not least, you're going to hear from Sarah Law. Sarah Law is the creator of the Parent Assess Assessment Framework. I'm trained in it. I've met Sarah before. She trained me in this model, and I use this on a weekly basis. I can vouch for Parent Assess. It is an excellent framework that is superb at engaging parents who have learning disabilities. And Sarah won the Lifetime Achievement Award. Let's listen to these three. Amazing. Uh, well, yeah. now we've won. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> our thing has been perfect. Yeah. Wonderful. Surreal honour. What more can we say? So Lucy is, is, isn't isn't employed by Camden. She's worked with us for six years as as, as Casipa's advocate right the way through this. Um, psychologist, social worker, you know, nurse Lynette who could be with us. That it's just been, uh, mm. I don't know. I can't even think of the right word for it. But yeah. yeah, and I think in terms of team, this wouldn't have happened without a really strong team. And I think what was central to this team, in my experience, based on the work that I do with lots of teams around the country, is that human rights sat at the very heart of this case. Um, and that was threaded throughout everybody's work, not just mine, absolutely everybody's. Um, and that had to take paramount. And that's why, you know, she's where she is now, in her own home, in the community. And, you know, we're stood here. It's, yeah, it's fantastic. Oh, just so, I can't believe it. I'm so overwhelmed. Um, yeah, I'm shocked. My council have been amazing the whole way through and they nominated me and obviously got all the testimonials from the people I've worked with. So yeah, they've been great. Oh, I'm just so, so proud and I feel delighted, absolutely delighted. So many young people coming up, there's so much innovation and creativity. And only this week, somebody said to me after finishing my course, they said, you've just reminded me why I do social work. And I just thought, wow, that it's amazing. It's, it's actually a real privilege to be able to inspire the younger generation. Well, I've been in social work for 45 years um, and I've spent most of my career working with people with learning disabilities, but I've also worked as an independent social worker for 20 years. And out of that, I worked with many parents who had learning disabilities who couldn't understand their assessments. And I just thought, got to do something about this and I decided to create Parent Assess 
um, and it's about helping parents to actually understand what's being written about them, helping them to engage. So there we have it, Tilly. You've heard from our two overall winners and our Lifetime Achievement Award winners. I mean, what an incredible ambassadors they all are to our profession. Yeah. I mean, what better people could, could you want, really, to be the public-facing um, winners of, of these awards and, and getting to showcase their amazing stories? I mean, Sarah, 45 years. That's incredible. I mean... That's I, I can't even imagine that that's that's even possible. But um, how amazing it is! It sounds like she's she's made some incredible changes to the profession. I've got to admit to a slight bias and being very happy that Sarah won. Uh, I mean, she she was the only um, person nominated for the Lifetime Achievement Award that I knew. So I thought, surely, hopefully, I can be forgiven for being a teeny bit biased towards Sarah. The training she delivered in her parent assess model, even though it was done online, was excellent. Uh, I've emailed Sarah when I've been with a family undertaking a parent assess assessment, and I've asked for some resources and she's emailed me them more or less immediately whilst I've been sat on my laptop with the family. She engages on the Facebook groups, the Parent Assess Facebook group. She's always says, look, if you ever want any advice on the framework, and it's it's excellent. And I think the, the impact that Sarah's model has upon the entire client base that I work with in adult services, it's in children's services, it's um, the adults that we support in children's services, I meant to say. It really is making a massive difference. It, it, this isn't hyperbole, but she's genuinely, she's genuinely given parents the opportunity to care for their own children by creating an assessment framework which can be engaged with and can look for positives. And of course, you know, Kirsty Bourne, the amazing work that she's done in terms of social advocacy. And then you've got the team around Casper. I mean, you know, the, the effort that they made to fight discrimination, to fight institutional racism, and to get Casper living independently was just, you know, you, you can't even put into words the difference that, you know, that team of people all pulling together and not accepting no for an answer and not writing somebody off and person-centered empowering practice to make a real-life difference in, in, in the world of someone we support. It was it was humbling. It was humbling, and it was inspirational. Tilly, it really was. And that's so important, isn't it? Because it, it's it's hard work, working as a multi agency or multidisciplinary mm. team. Sometimes there's all these competing forces, and you, it can be so easy to get caught up into professional dynamics and disputes. Whereas actually, you've got to focus on who is it that we're supporting, keeping that person in the centre. Um, I think, yeah, they clearly did an amazing job and they should be an inspirational story for us all. So there we go, guys. You've heard from some of the VIPs that were there and you've heard from a large section of the winners. We didn't have a chance to interview all the winners and, we, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, we, we tried to condense it in some of the interviews. Perhaps the sound quality wasn't as good, but, you know, everybody who was nominated uh, certainly deserves a shout out. What was your experience? Because obviously you've been nominated, Tilly. I, I, I was there as an observer, but you were there as an active participant. How was it for you? Oh, it was one of the most special nights of my career so far. Nice. Um, it was 
it was surreal actually i have to say um just again to be nominated um to be recognized by senior managers and principal social worker and things like that it it, it's so humbling um and none of us do this job to get recognized but actually sometimes for someone to go let's let's just pause for a minute here and let's celebrate the work that you've done that's a really really amazing and humbling experience um so yeah from what i can remember of the award ceremony i mean everyone got rather had rather a few too many after after the ceremony um the after party but just an amazing networking opportunity to just be around all these amazing social workers and i think it was um was it vava earlier on in the interviews mentioned that social workers scrub up well Mm. and i think that's um that's really that's a key point because I, I know certainly from my from how I dress and look on a day-to-day basis um don't put that much effort into the way the, my appearance but then having a, a black tie event where you get to put on your glad rags and celebrate everything that's amazing about social work it's it's incredible um I think it, it's it's brilliant to see how the awards have grown from from yeah. the starting point where they were relatively small and unknown to now this this huge national award ceremony that yeah. is recognized um would love to get it some more exposure in the national media um but it certainly gives us an equal footing to things like the, the teachers and the lawyers and the doctors that that have their award ceremony we've got one too the social work and i think that's really important and it was the first time we've been back in person in three years. You know, the last in-person one was in 2019, the one you attended. You know, it was cancelled in 2020 because of COVID. It was online. It was cancelled in 2021 because of COVID. It was online too. So this was the first one back in person. Now, a part of me is kind of loath to even raise this, Teddy, because I, I don't really like giving a platform to malcontents in social work who just want to troll people and bring seem to want to attack elements of the profession just for the sake of it because they don't really have anything better to do in their lives but i think we have to reflect on this just a little bit because there there are some people out there people who tend to mourn about everything but there are some people out there who who say that these awards shouldn't go ahead that somehow it is crass for social workers to have one single day of the year where they celebrate successes and where they're allowed to dress up nice and perhaps have something to drink and something nice to eat on a Friday night. What would you say to those people, Tilly? Do you accept that criticism? Do you think it's valid? And, you know, what what are your general views on that criticism that to to have such awards is somehow crass and offensive? I can, there's part of me that can see where they're coming from, especially when public services are so stretched. Um, but equally, I don't agree with it. That's not my viewpoint at all. It's not like we're doing this on a weekly basis and we're blow loads of, of public sector money. This is a, this is money that is raised through sponsorship and through advertising. And it's a valid platform to celebrate the success stories of social work. And if if you can't give one day out of the 365 days in the year to to celebrate social workers um, and say thank you for everything that they do. I think that's a really sad state of affairs. Um, We we need to be putting these stories out there. 
And I think one of the things that we struggle with sometimes as a profession is being able to share these stories because mm. so many of these these success stories that we live and experience on a day-to-day basis, it feels like they're not always our stories to share. Um, and I know that that can be difficult sometimes to put your head above the parapet and say, no, this is a great piece of work that I've done. But when it's through this, something like the award ceremony and the positive stories are anonymized and confidentiality is protected, I think it's a really brilliant way to say, actually, we're, we're here, listen to us. We're a brilliant profession and we've got so much to offer society. So I, I dismiss all of these negative comments that I see sometimes on social media and just think, come on, guys, there are, there are bigger things in the world to get cross about. Let's not waste our time and energy on one night that's a, a very relatively small amount of money in the bigger picture. Yeah, I fully agree. I think it's pathetic and I think it's demeaning, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I, and I also think it's very it's very reductive to think like that. If all, if all you do... If all you do when criticising these awards is either criticise them because you or somebody else that you feel should have been nominated hasn't been, some of the criticism that I've seen, which uh, you know some people have responded to on Twitter, was from somebody who felt they should have been nominated, and I was like, well, that immediately undermines any any sort of argument because clearly you're pointing out that you know you should have been nominated but weren't. Some of it comes from people who. I think they just see people dressed up nice and perhaps with a wine glass in the hand and think that's all it is. And yet it's bizarre because at the same time, um, these same people who might be having a go at the social work of the year awards are probably the same people who are mourning about the lack of social workers, people leaving the profession, poor retention. And they probably haven't taken the time to consider the stories behind this uh, and, and uh, the difference that these social workers are making. And I, I don't, obviously, I don't have a massive insight into the workings of any other profession, given <laughs> I've already ever really been a social worker. It's the only professional job that I've done. I can't imagine there's this happen at the at the coal merchants social worker of the year, which was the other job that I've held for the longest time apart from uh, apart from social worker. I I just there's something something weird about our profession. There's a certain element within the social work profession that just want to attack everything and demean everything. And, and sit like a rotten canker at the heart of the profession, want to drag everything down, but yet have no options to put in its place. And it's just sad when it comes to things like this. You know, there was nothing but good. There was nothing but good. And, and all of those speeches were rooted in the needs of the clients, the needs of the people we support, and advocating for better support and better recognition. I, I saw nothing at all that I could criticise. And you know me, Tilly, if I could find something I could criticise, I certainly Oh, would. yeah. <laughs> You'd certainly be there. <laughs> of course you would. So I, did, I was a bit loath, and I was thinking, do we have to reflect on this? But but because that is mentioned, I think, you know, it's important to give a, give a little bit of uh, acknowledgement to that. But back onto the positives, Tilly. I wonder if I'll ever be nominated. That's a positive. I, I was looking around, and I was looking at those people on the stage, and I was thinking... I'm not even the best social worker on my team. <laughs> How on earth am I going to chance to be social worker of the year? Yet you, Tilly, you put us all to shame because you have been nominated. 
yeah but I think there's always that self-deprecating view of yourself like I don't see why I was nominated at all I I can listen to praise but I think that's part of being human that just makes you cringe away from it and think gosh there's so many amazing social workers out there why am I uh, why have I been recognized um, and sometimes it's just a case I think of the right place in the right time if you've done a, a particular no, project no, Kelly, don't, and involved don't, in oh I, don't talk I just, yourself down don't talk, we're being positive things I can't bear it it just it makes me feel uncomfortable but um no it, it's I think there's so many amazing social workers out there that that, that don't get recognized um but that's really a plea to, to more people to nominate. I think the yes. more nominations that go in, the stronger the categories are. Um, so Tell you, I am going to um, I'm going I, I'm I'm going to anoint you social work co-host of the year. Oh, thank you very much. You, you are you are the best social work podcast co-host in the world. Well, that's very sweet of you. Shall I reciprocate and say that you are the best? best podcast hosts of of the social work world and um social i'm going to take a stance and reject that award you know <laughs> like people you know like people reject like an oscar for some sort of political stance or reject an obe i reject your award tillian do you know why because why I, our listeners make me who i am this award's for them not me Oh dear! Right on that cheesy note, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I would say. If I ever, if I ever won the award, I would. Uh, it's made of glass. I would dash it on the ground, you know, like uh, bag a plate, like bang. And I would say I've shattered that award into a, a million pieces for all the lives it's social. I'd make a grandiose statement. Yeah, maybe. And then I'd be escorted off. I'd be escorted <laughs> off the premises. And that's why I am there um, to interview people and not to pick up awards for Press that sort only. of attitude. Yeah. I think that's a safe place for you to be. <laughs> Should we? Um, again, I'm a bit, I'm bit loath to do this as well, but you know what I'm like, Tilly? I am. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a naughty child. I can't resist it. Um, should we briefly tell people the story of what I threatened to do if you didn't win the award in 2019. I, th- I think you're going to have to, because <clears throat> there will be some listeners that will remember this story and yeah. the, the social yeah. media storm that it caused at the time, but then there'll yeah. be some newer listeners who won't know. So let's let's fill everyone in then. Uh, so listeners, you, you, you may be aware of this story, you may not, but back in 2009, I, I, I learned that Tilly, was nominated and I was like, Tilly has to win. Tilly surely, surely has to win. She is my social worker of the year. She is the, the queen of social work hearts. There's no way she can't win. So in the build-up, following nomination onwards, I kind of mounted my own one-man guerrilla campaign to get Tilly the award. So I'd regularly mention on social media platforms that Tilly should win. She's the best out there. I would regularly direct tweet and uh, hashtag in the Social Worker of the Year awards, sharing my views that Tilly should win. I was actually lobbying some of the judges to say Tilly should win. And on the evening, on more or less every single tweet, even if it was related to Tilly or not, I would put out on the evening, the award show 2019, that Tilly should win. 
But it went further, Tilly, as well, because I actually, I went so far as to make threats as to what I would do if you didn't win, did I now? You did, and I'm just sat here cringing, listening to you, thinking, gosh, this is so embarrassing. This is probably but why you didn't win. This, this is, pro- is probably, exactly. They probably thought probably I'd mounted me. the campaign myself. Yeah. I had nothing to do with this, listeners. I can promise you that. I was aware of what Vince was doing, but I was mortified at the same time. As, as people who know me, um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of Kanye West. Not... Not the man so much these days, sadly, but certainly of the music. I think he's the uh, one of the greatest artists alive. I think some of his work is, you know, I think particularly his album, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, is probably the second greatest album of all time. I think his uh, production, his rapping, and his lyrical genius is unparalleled. Again, the man, I'm becoming less and less of a fan as the years go by because he struggles with his music. So I thought I'm going to take a leaf out of Ye. And um, listeners may remember what Kanye West did at the Video Music Awards, the MTV Video Music Awards, when Taylor Swift won the award for Best Video. And he believed that Beyonce should have won the award. And he actually got up on stage, took the microphone, and told the millions of people watching and Taylor Swift that hers was a good video that Beyonce should have won because she made one of the best videos of all time. So that's what I threatened to do, didn't I, Tilly? I threatened that I would come down there to London, storm the stage, take the microphone off the host and uh, explain that, you know, whoever won is a good social worker, but you're one of the best social workers of all time. I mean, I'm so glad you didn't. Let's just be thankful that you weren't doing the press for Social Work News at that point um, and that you weren't there to upstage yeah. the poor winner and um, and embarrass yourself and everyone around you, and me included. So it wouldn't have I'm embarrassed me, Tilly. It wouldn't no, have embarrassed well, me. I would have been proud because I, I would have stood for my ideals. It would have, well, it would have emboldened me and act like that. I think I would have had to have hidden under the table and never come out again. But and um, yet, and yet they let me back in on Friday. They let me in. They I, did. I wasn't. I, I I had a little bit of a fear. Um, obviously, you're a big Harry Potter fan, Tilly. You know when Harry Potter was undesirable number one. Mm. I had a fear there may have been a poster of me there labeling me undesirable number one. I mean. It could have happened. That's a realistic prospect. But uh, I'm glad for this podcast's sake anyway that you got some um, good interviews with our winners and um, our VIPs. So let's be thankful that they did let you in. And like I said earlier, Tilly, who would have thought we'd be here? Not me. No, me neither. Me neither. (laughs) On that note, listeners, thank you ever so much for once again tuning in to Social Work Radio. And on a final note, congratulations again to all of the winners, all of the nominees, and to everybody involved with the Social Work of the Year Awards. It was an excellent show. I was suitably infused. And I promise you, I will never threaten to rush the stage again. I think that's that's a very good thing that you're doing there. I think your cameo days are well behind you. They certainly are. Um, on that note, everybody, thank you once again for tuning in to Social Work Radio. Please like, please subscribe, 
and please consider leaving a review for the show. Uh, We'll be back here next week. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me.